Although it may not appear to be the case at first glance, what many people in the arenas of spirituality, self-development, personal cultivation are actually searching for is power. Now, this might sound as if it's not the case from a certain vantage point because in our world today, in modern Western civilization, we have been conditioned to associate power that is, the ability to actually change the world to affect something within reality with money and status. And many people actually think and believe that those are the primary forms of power in the world. Now, I'm not going to say that those forms of power do not hold great sway in the way that the world currently moves, but it is by far not the only way to access power. And in this way, when we are seeking a new set of skills, either spiritual skills or skills to be able to work with something, to heal something, to address something, to release something, that is power. The power to heal, the power to release, the power to address. Without the ability to access power, many of us are actually, in a way, helpless. Or at the very least, we feel helpless. Because without a sense that we can actually access power, we can't change anything. We are just at the whim of all of the forces that are acting upon us. And this is important to recognize because without a sense of power... A lot of what we hope to actually be able to do and be is not going to be accessible. One of the reasons that power is talked about these days the way that it is is precisely to keep people from being able to access power. And there is a way to actually neutralize this belief structure that is impacting people in modern civilization, and that is to return to a core shamanic idea that power is not about what you can generate as an individual and what you can acquire, but what you are connected to. And in fact, the more profound layers of power are found when you become an instrument for a force greater than you are. And we can find this at a beginner level, for example, in Qigong practice. One of the common themes when you're practicing energy work is to connect to the heavens and to the earth in some way. In that manner, what we allow ourselves to do is begin to access all of this energy, all of this chi that is coming from the heavens and the earth and to allow them into us to fuel certain processes. Or how people who have become sages and holy workers in the world are often ones that just become a straw, so to speak, for this divine essence within reality. So this notion of finding the greater levels of power by actually stepping outside of believing that it's just about what you as an individual can generate is one of the great secrets and also not so secret aspects of power. A core shamanic principle is that everything is relational. That's where shamanism really shines, is in relationship. And it's very interesting because when you approach 
shamanism from an indigenous and traditional perspective and you compare the way it relates to power to monotheistic traditions like Christianity and Catholicism, you'll notice a particular difference. And that is that in the context of an animist and or shamanic culture, power is accessible everywhere. And that allows us as human beings to engage in the cycle of power. Whereas from a monotheistic perspective, everything is in the hands of God alone. And so in that way, we really can't address power. This is why in animist and shamanic cultures, you have magic. That is the ability to pick up a stone, to pick up a feather, to engage with a particular natural force, to maybe mix all of these in a fashion that did not exist before, to create and spell or an enchantment to actually bring together these different powers and then to speak and connect to some underlying energetic current and then direct that power. It allows you to access the forces of creation and destruction directly. It engages you with power. And the reason that this works in this way is because the rock, the feather, the natural force all have a unique form of power. And this is something that is fundamentally an alteration of the way that we understand our relationship to power in today's world. Because it is not about just you. And what you allow into your life, what you cohere with on a consistent basis, what you choose to relate to consistently is what will shape your current of power. And yes, there are also faded circumstances, that is, elements that you do not choose, which have a say in the type of power that you wield on a consistent basis. Those are family ties, the body that you were born into, the culture and the ethnic group that you are a part of, etc. We all can look into the fabric of reality and see these elements which are not able to be changed directly. But with that said, when you tap into what you can actually begin to shift and the choices that you make, then you can start to understand how your power comes from what you are fundamentally connected to. That is the power grids that are a part of your life. So if that doesn't make sense, think about it like this. Everything in existence, that is every single thought every single emotion, every single primal force or manufactured contemporary force, every ancestral current that we can imagine, any and all of it in existence has a form of power that if you are connected to it on a consistent basis and you are becoming an instrument for it in the world, a node for that power, then that is a part of your power grid. So whether it's Instagram, or it's the lake outside your home that you connect to on a regular basis, whether it's Walmart or it's the wild herbs outside your home that you have a relationship to, whether it's the power of love or the power of greed, whether it's the god Thor or it is Jehovah, the god of Christianity, whatever it is that deeply influences you and that allows power to move into your world in some form or another, that is fundamentally a part of your power grid. And 
one of the things to recognize is that your power grid not only shapes the energetics of the power that you express, it also brings more of that power into the world in some form or another. Because whatever it is that you're being powered by is something that you become a transmitter for. And one of the core messages that I do my best to transmit through my work is that the ancestors are a profound source of power that in a lot of ways the world can deeply benefit from today. And this is a power source that is deeply connected to the fabric of who you are in this lifetime, deeply connected to the systems and the structures that we currently have in place running the world, and that is invested in you fundamentally thriving, because that is the impulse of life itself, which is an undercurrent of the ancestral, that is the impulse of life itself. And the more integrated our relationship to the ancestral is by engaging in some kind of ancestral veneration practice, by doing some form of lineage repair process work, by bringing ancestral lifeways into day-to-day -day life, whether that's just squatting or it's spending more time connected to nature, or it's learning to wake up a deeper sense of the ancestral intelligence that is at the core of our lived experience as a human creature, then the ancestral can become a power source. And when that happens, you have the whole story of life, the multi-billion year history of living creatures and dying creatures on this planet supporting you. And that is a profound source of power. And now that I've said that about the ancestral and why I often promote this relational aspect to the ancestral in the way that I do, the deeper question here is what powers your life? What energizes your world? What do you work with on a consistent basis? Whether that's an emotion, whether that's a belief structure, whether that's a set of physical activities, whether it's a tradition that you're connected to, whether it's a religion or whether it's a political party or whether it's just the nature and the way that the nature around where you live affects your life on a consistent basis. Any and all of that are part of a power grid. And this power grid is both offering you power, but also shaping you and shaping the current of energy that you create and let out into the world. And the reason that this is important is because each of our destinies, that is, if you want to actually be able to complete your destiny, has a power signature that it will resonate more with. So that means that in order to live out your destiny, there's a power signature that is more resonant with being able to do that than not. And the deeper question then becomes is, what is this power signature that you are developing and or cultivating in your life through the power grid that is pouring through you right now?